Breaking news. Hank has patched us in to the Dak Prescott Dallas Cowboys negotiations. Let's listen in. Hey, hey, the Dukes are trying to corner the market. They know something. I can feel it. Let's get in on it. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and them cowboys are broke as fuck. (laughs) You motherfuckers. (laughs) Fuck you, Jerry. Fuck you, you stupid son of a bitch. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm already loopy. <laughs> oh shit. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore thirteen. And on oh god, Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. Uh, Dak and uh the Cowboys have agreed to a four year hundred and sixty million dollar deal. Which isn't unusual for your franchise quarterback to be making $40 million a year. Very good for Dak Prescott. But holy shit, dude. $66 million signing bonus. $75 million in year one. Uh, I doubt that's even popped up yet on uh, the salary cap tracker. I'm going to take a look here right now, but Jesus Oh my God! They they put everything into it. Um, they're not going to be able to uh, fix that defense uh, in year one. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, it ha- they haven't even ta- it hasn't even taken into effect yet. So, oh boy, unless he knows something that we don't know, that they're going to be uh, getting an extra fifty million dollars on the salary cap. Oh wow, they are going to be strapped as fuck. Um, other news and notes. Uh, 
uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, quarterback uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, um, formerly of the Miami Dolphins, as he's a free agent, uh, is not retiring. Um, <clears throat> so this is going to kind of go back and forth. I figured as much that he wasn't going to retire. Uh, figured it was pretty much kind of a more of a smokescreen, really. Um, you know, not really well placed because I mean, you can't say you're going to retire and hit try and hit free agency. Um, my only thought was that he was trying to drive up his price, but it is what it is. He'll be signing somewhere. Um, we'll have to figure out where, uh, Seahawks released uh pass rusher, Carlos Dunlap, uh, today, that was today or yesterday. I think it was yesterday, but, uh, and then New York Jets placed the franchise tag on Marcus May. Um, uh, we talked about him. Uh, he's one of the better, sa- he's one of the better safeties on that team. So, uh, they definitely had to hold on to him. Uh, the Titans, we talked about Isaiah Wilson. Um, they have traded I- Isaiah Wilson, who was their first-round draft pick last year, the left tackle. He's only played four snaps in the NFL. They traded him to the Miami Dolphins uh, and basically exchanged seventh-round draft picks for him. So... Ooh, they really took the L on that one. Um, I'm assuming that if it was just the two, if it was just the seventh rounders, that they're actually that the Dolphins are actually paying the whole contract. Um, uh, does not say anything on it, but I'm assuming that uh, more than likely. With them, with the Titans getting just the seventh rounder back, that uh, Miami's just taking on the actual contract. So we'll have to see. That'll be another day or two uh, before that pops up. We'll definitely see that on the salary cap tracker um, in here. So, but uh, we got to get going here. We got to get on this NFC West. We're going through the depth charts again. If you need these, uh, just hit me up, DM me. Uh, and uh, give me your email address. I'll send them out. Uh, they're free of charge. So no big deals there. No big whoop whatsoever. But we're going to start in the desert. We're going to start in Arizona. Head coach slash offensive coordinator Cliff Kingsbury's offense here. And we're going to start at quarterback, which, of course, is one Kyler Murray. Uh, finished in the lightest of blues, but again, it was it is the blue, so he was rated very, very well this year. Uh, Chris Trevler, who came in uh, in that last game of the season uh, when they were making their push for the playoffs, wow, wow, it's his rating horrible. He is the darkest of reds. Third stringer, Brett Hunley, he is going to hit free agency. He didn't play at all. I was actually really surprised that Hunley didn't actually get the start versus Chris Trevler. Um but that's kind of, uh, I guess, how Hunley has fell uh, since leaving the Packers uh, a couple of years ago. So they definitely need somebody to back up Kyler Murray because with Kyler Murray's ability to run around, that does leave opportunities to get injured. Um, and like we saw with that one game, if Kyler Murray goes down, uh, this team is pretty much fucked. So they're going to have to do something as a backup quarterback. Uh, we'll see what happens here in free agency. Uh, uh, Chase Daniels, uh, the Matt Stafford's backup in Detroit. Now Jared Goff's backup. They're actually looking to trade him, so maybe that's quite a possibility. Uh, we'll see once we get the 2021 draft selections uh, installed here. But uh, moving on, we're moving on to running back. You have Kenyon Drake, who rated just above average. Uh, he's a free agent this year. Chase Edmonds rated just slightly a little bit ahead of Kenyon Drake, but still just above average. Uh, Jonathan Ward did well with his couple of opportunities. He rated elite, so but don't buy into that. Like I said, he only had really had a couple of opportunities uh, to handle the ball. Eno Benjamin never saw the field, was injured. DJ Foster rated slightly below average. And Kalfani Muhammad, future reserve guy, uh, DJ Foster, I'm really kind of surprised was not higher up on the depth chart, but they really pushed him back, uh, since they drafted, you know, Benjamin and then brought Jonathan Ward in. So, uh, DJ Foster probably 
I would think is probably going to be roster cut eligible. Uh, don't see this team bringing back Kenyon Drake, uh, but they have talked about maybe starting Chase Edmonds at running back, and I just don't see that. Um, I love Chase Edmonds to death. The problem is, is he he can't just handle the backfield all on his own. Does need somebody else there, uh, but we'll see what happens with this team. Uh, running back has definitely been kind of a bad spot for this offense. Moving on, we'll have the wide receivers here on the left side. DeAndre Hopkins rated just slightly below elite. Uh, I was actually surprised that he didn't rate elite, but uh, uh, back part of the season, the last few games, um, which I don't think were that much his fault as it was kind of Kyler Murray kind of getting away from his number one target there. Uh, Trent Sherfield, his backup, rated slightly above average, and then two future reserve uh, guys in JoJo Ward and Isaac Whitney. On the other side, we have one Christian Kirk, who rated slightly above average, his backup Keyshawn Johnson, uh, with almost identical rating as Christian Kirk. Rico Gafford, the guy that just keeps moving around, rated slightly below average, and then two future reserve guys in Krishan Hogan and A.J. Richardson. In the slot, of course, we are waiting to see what happens, uh, what kind of news we get with one Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, he is, you know, been signing one-year deals. He's a free agent. Uh, his backup, Andy Isabella. Uh, both of them rated as average this year. Um, Larry, unfortunately, he I mean, he's getting up there. He's, he's showing his age still. I mean, if they can get him at the right at the right cost um, would be a viable part of this Arizona offense, but definitely a third wheel. Uh, let take a look at place kicker real quick here while we're on it, because they did cut Zane Gonzalez, uh, their general uh, <clears throat> who had been there, you know, at least for the last couple of years is, was their guy, was their guy, was their kicker. Uh, he rated as average. They're deciding to keep one Mike Nugent, who rated in the mid-green, which makes him pretty good uh, as far as his rating is concerned. Brett Maher is a future reserve kicker uh, for the team. At tight end, you have Dan Arnold hitting free agency, rated slightly above average. Max Williams rated slightly above Dan Arnold, uh, but still just above average there. Daryl Daniels. Hitting free agency as an average tight end. Seth DeValve also hitting free agency uh, with a poor rating. And then future reserve guy Ian Bunting. So the only guy that they definitely have uh, under contract right now is one Max Williams who came over from Baltimore. So it's going to be interesting to see. They do have cap space available uh, if they can maybe get you know, a guy like Danny Arnold, who at some point, at certain points, really had a nice rapport with Kyler Murray. So, uh, Jesus Christ. Holy shit, that car got loud. Um, but uh, like to see them maybe bring Dan Arnold back, see if he could continue uh, that little hookup role in there. Because it would give him a viable target. Uh, Daryl Daniels didn't do too much. Seth DeValve also didn't do too much. Max Williams, he's okay, but, I mean, Dan Arnold isn't really, like, th- you know, a stud tight end, but he's definitely serviceable if your qu- if the quarterback likes him. So I think they should uh, maybe take a look at that. We'll see what happens uh, here in the next week, week and a half. Moving on to the offensive line, we have one left tackle. DJ Humphreys rated slightly below elite. His backup, Josh Jones, rated uh, below average. And then one Joshua Miles, who did not see the field, so he doesn't have a rating. Left guard, Justin Pugh, rated slightly above average. Backup, Max Garcia, rated slightly below average. And one Shaq Calhoun, who was a future reserve offensive guard. Um rated on the darkest of reds uh, right there along Chris Treveler. Center, Mason Cole rated slightly below average. His backup, Lamont Galliard, rated slightly below him 
<clears throat> with the light orange. Right guard, you have J.R. Sweezy, who is hit in free agency as a sli- <clears throat> as slightly below average. Uh, and then future reserve offensive guard, Sean Harlow. At right tackle, you do have Marcus Gilbert, who was a COVID opt-out. He will be- return this year. Uh, the general, the guy that started there, though, Calvin Beecham, uh, is hitting free agency, rated slightly above average. Justin Murray behind him, rated average. And then one, Coda Martin, future reserve offensive tackle. So they do, they could use some upgrades right here along the offensive line. They should be good at the tackle position. Uh, Pew in there. Um, they really should move on from J.R. Sweezy, but we'll see what happens there. Mason Cole's probably just going to go ahead and just be there. Um, so really they're only going to upgrade really where at the right guard position. Marcus Gilbert actually sh- should be a step up from one Kel- uh, Kelvin Beecham. Moving on to the defense, you do have uh, punter Andy Lee hitting free agency. He was rated as average. We do... Remember that we just talked yesterday, actually, about the departure of one J.J. Watt, or actually the addition of one J.J. Watt, I should say, uh, departing from Houston. Uh, He is inserted in the depth chart here at the defensive end position. That would be on the strong side of the defensive line. But we're going to start in the weak side at the D-tackle position, Andrew uh, Angelo Blackson, hitting free agency, rated uh, below average. His backup, Richard Lawrence, also rated below average. And then David Perry, future reserve D-tackle. At nose tackle, you will have Corey Peters, hitting free agency, rated slightly above average. His backup, DeMato Pecco, rated uh, below average. He is also a free agent. And then one Jordan Phillips, rated slightly below average. J.J. Watt comes in, of course, at the defensive end position on the strong side. Zach Allen, his backup, rated slightly below average. Lecky Fotu, rated below average. And Michael Dogby, future reserve, D-end, rated below average. So they are going to need to work on this defensive line uh, at both D-tackle and um, the nose-tackle position. Uh, Corey Peters, though, they might be able to get for cheap. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Corey Peters very rarely can stay on the field for an entire season, so that's kind of the problem there. Starting at the weak side linebacker, outside linebacker position, you have one Chandler Jones rated slightly above average. Marcus Golden is hitting free agency, uh, also rated slightly above average, as is Devon Kennard. Uh, Two other backups and future reserve Offense uh, outside linebackers, Terrence Smith and Sharif Miller. Moving to inside linebacker, you have Devondre Campbell hitting free agency as a uh, <clears throat> below average inside linebacker. His backup, Isaiah Simmons, who really is a, is more or less a starter here, um, but he does move you know in between uh, linebacker and safety. He rated as average. Was expecting a lot more out of him. He was the rookie from last year. Uh, backup Ezekiel Turner also average, and then Evan Weaver, future reserve inside linebacker. Other inside linebacker position, you have one Jordan Hicks rated slightly below average. Tanner v- Vallejo uh, hitting free agency slightly above average, and then one Dennis Gardak when he got on the field rated just outside of elite. Um, with the few snaps that he had. Hassan Reddick, the strong side linebacker, uh, is also hitting free agency. He is rated in the mid-green, meaning he's very good. Isaiah Irving, his backup, is free agent. No rating for him. I believe he had an injury designation all year. Kylie Fitz, uh, rated below average. And then one future reserve outside linebacker in Reggie Walker, rated slightly below average. Moving to the free safety position, you have one Buda Baker in the darkest of greens, which means he is very good. Uh, Chris Banjo, his backup, is hitting free agency as a slightly above average. And then one Chris Miller, future reserve, free safety. At the strong safety position, you have Charles Washington, uh, Hitting free agency, uh, rated slightly uh, below elite. 
His backup, Deontay Thompson, rated slightly below average. And then uh, two future reserve guys in Donald Rutledge and Jamal Carter. Carter carrying the dark red designation for guys that should not be in the NFL. Uh, but we'll give him a pass as he is a future reserve guy. Left side corner, you have one Drake Kirkpatrick hitting free agency. Uh, rated below average is backup Kevin Peterson. Woof. He's rated red. That means poor. Uh, Jace Whitaker rated slightly below average. And then one Picasso Nelson Jr., a future reserve cornerback there. On the right side, you have longtime corner Patrick Peterson hitting free agency. Uh, rated as average as backup Robert Alford. Uh, did not see the field this last year due to injury, so he does not carry any uh, rating designation. Jonathan Joseph, uh Backing up the rear here, rated slightly above average, but also hitting free agency as well. At slot corner, you do have one Byron Murphy, rated slightly above average. Jalen Thompson, rated in the mid-green, which means he did well, uh, but not well enough to get on the field at all times. Um, so they are really hurting at the cornerback position uh, along the defensive line. Uh, inside linebacker, um, which they're not going to really have to, they're not going to do anything with. Uh, but they are going to be hurting if they lose Charles Washington because you do not want to have Deontay Thompson be your starter there. Um, so we'll pay attention to that because this, my friends, if they do not get better, leaves a nice running lane right up the gut on the Arizona Cardinals. <clears throat> Offensive free agents, we have eight. Defensive free agents, we have 14. Total free agents, 22. Salary cap available, 17.5. So they're going to need to work a little bit of a miracle here um, if they want that defense to continue to improve. Um, it's going to be interesting see what they do. It's going to be a lot of draft, a lot of draft, guys. That's pretty much what it is. So... Um, we are going to move to LA and we are going to talk the LA Rams. Um, <clears throat> everybody's pretty much the same here as far as the coaching staff is concerned, but there's a change of quarterback. We did talk about this when we did, uh, the NFC North and we talked about Detroit. Uh, it's one Matt Stafford, uh, coming over in a trade with Jared for Jared Goff. So, Matt Stafford will be your starting quarterback for your 2021 LA Rams. Rated right in, in the light blue, the lightest of blues, uh, but still played at a really, really good level uh, in 2020. His backup, John Walford, is in the mid-green, which is great. Um, but definitely, you know, not the guy that you really want to be your starter. There was talks of that, and uh, no, 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 he is not. Backup Blake Bortles hitting free agency here. Uh, did not see the field. Bryce Perkins and Devlin Hodges, future reserve quarterbacks for the L.A. Rams. At running back, this is now Cam Akers' backfield, rated in the darkest of greens, which we know is great. Terrific, uh, but Darrell Henderson did rate in the light blue, uh, but he is going to be the designated backup guy. I would expect every once in a while change of pace, uh, play on third downs, that type of deal. Malcolm Brown is hitting free agency. He rated as an average running back, Xavier Jones and Raymond Calais. Uh, man, you know I like Raymond Calais. Neither one got on the field. Uh, do not carry any ratings. The wide receiver position you have on the left side, Josh Reynolds, uh, rated slightly above average, hitting free agency. His backup, Van Jefferson, uh, you know he's the guy that I like. Uh, he should end up getting that starting role opposite of Robert Woods uh, when they go into three wide sets when they're not using Cooper Cup on the outside. Uh, Robert Woods is across the field. On the right side, he rated in the mid-green, uh, so and he had a pretty decent season, not as well as what everybody had hoped, but that was more because of Jared Goff, not because of Robert Woods. His backup, Nasimba Webster, rated slightly above average. J.J. 
Gronkowski, future reserve wide receiver there. In the slot, of course, you have Cooper Cup rated in the light in the lightest of blues, which means it's great. Uh, and then his backup in Tristan Jackson. Place kickers. You have Matt Gay, came over from Tampa Bay. <laughs> Matt Gay from Tampa Bay. Matt Gay from Tampa Bay. Rated in the mid-green. Uh, he will be a starting kicker for 2021. Uh, and then you have two future reserve kickers in Austin McInnes and Brandon Wright. Wright did see the field for, uh, did get kicking opportunities um, and rated in the below average range. Moving on to tight end. So tight ends, we have one Tyler Higby. who's was rated slightly above average there. He's not going to have to deal with Gerald Everett anymore. He's as good as gone, hitting free agency, slightly above average. Actually, all these tight ends are slightly above average. Also, when we're talking about Johnny Munt and Bryson Hopkins, uh, Munt and Hopkins very rarely got on the field, and I would expect that Bryson Hopkins would actually move up in that Gerald Everett role, um, considering the fact that he was a rookie last season. Kendall Blanton brings up the rear future reserve guy. No rating for him. Left tackle, you have one. Andrew Whitworth played slightly uh, below elite status. Uh, his backups, Joseph Notebloom and Tremaine Ankerum, uh, rated as slightly above average. Left guard, you have one. David Edwards rated uh, in the green, in the mid-green, which you know means he's good. Uh, very limited in backup depth here. Uh, Coleman Shelton will be is the primary backup for now for David Edwards. At center, you have Austin Blythe, rated in the mid-range green. Hitting free agency, I would expect that they would try to keep him around, but we'll get to the seller cap here in a little bit. Uh, backup, Brian Allen, no rating for him. Right guard, Austin Corbett, rated in the mid-green. His backup is a future reserve guy in Jamel Demby. So right there is a big problem. They need depth like a motherfucker there. Right uh, right tackle, my bad. You have Rob Havenstein, rated slightly below elite. Uh, his backup, Bobby Evans, rated below average. And then you have COVID opt-out uh, uh, outside. <sighs> Jesus Christ, can I talk? Offensive tackle, COVID opt-out guy, Chandler Brewer. Who is back? So, um, definitely, definitely, they are lacking any depth at wide receiver uh, and along that offensive line, specifically the three interior positions. Uh, so, I would expect them to address that in the draft. Moving on to the defense, we do have a new defensive coordinator in Raheem Morris, as their defensive coordinator has moved on to the Chargers. Uh, special teams coordinator, new special teams coordinator, Joe DeCamillis. Uh, so that was a pretty good hire in there. They needed the help anyways. So let's take a look at this defense here, all right? Start with the D-tackle position. Actually, more of the defensive end position. To be completely honest with you, since it's Michael Brockers, rated slightly above average, Aaron Donald's a D-tackle. Um... Morgan Fox, his backup, is hitting free agency, as is Derek Rivers. Uh, they are both rated at average. Uh, two future reserve guys in Jonah Williams and Eric Banks. So kind of expecting those guys to make the team. I don't know if they can resign the backups here. So nose tackle, Sebastian Joseph Day, rated in the dark green. Uh, had a very good season. Greg Gaines, his backup, uh, rated slightly above average. And then, of course, you have one Aaron Donald. He's going to be rated elite no matter what. He's just a fantastic guy. So his backup, Ashawn Robinson, rated slightly below average. And then two future reserve guys in Marquise Copeland and Mike Hecht. Uh, Copeland actually played a little bit this season. Got the mid-range green ranking. Uh, moving into the linebackers, we start on the weak side. Samson uh, Abukam. God, I know I just said that wrong. I don't care. Let me talk to Samson. But Samson, uh, hitting free agency, he rated it average. Agbonye Okoronkwo, 
His backup rate is slightly above average. And then you have Justin Lawler did not see the field. Inside linebacker Micah Kaiser rated below average. His backup Justin Hollins rated slightly above average. Whew. See what they can do. Uh, other inside linebacker position, you have Troy Reader rated slightly above average. Kenny Young, his backup rated in poor red. And then future reserve inside linebacker Derek Moncrief. Leonard Floyd on the strong side is hitting free agency rated slightly above average. His backup in Terrell Lewis. Rated in the mid-range uh, green. And then Christian Rosenblum, a future reserve outside linebacker. So with Leonard Floyd moving free agency, I would actually expect probably Lewis to actually move up um, unless they actually draft somebody to take over that position. Moving into the safeties, free safety Taylor Rapp uh, and his backup Jordan Fuller. Actually, let's just do it. Taylor Rapp, backups Jordan Fuller. Nick Scott, Juju Hughes, all rated slightly above average. Jake Gervais, future reserve free safety in there. Uh, So they're pretty solid right there. John Johnson, the strong safety, is hitting free agency and was rated slightly below elite level. Uh, Two backups in J.R. Reed and Travis Howard never saw the field, so they did not get any ratings. Uh, But Terrell Burgess did, and he rated below average. Looking at the cornerbacks, you of course, on the left side, you have one Jalen Ramsey. It rated in the dark green. His backup, David Long, rated uh, slightly below average. Tyreek McGee, future reserve corner. On the right side, you have one Darius Williams, who actually did really surprise a lot of people this year. But we did talk about it. We kind of like Darius Williams. Uh, but a lot, I think, of Darius Williams being good is is – predicated on that pass rush so we'll see what happens when free agency starts once the draft gets over let's see what this defense looks like after that's all said and done Uh, but Darius Williams did get into the uh, light light blue uh, which is very good for this year Uh, Dante Dion his backup future reserve guy and then Troy Hill in the slot uh, is hitting free agency rated slightly above average. So they have a lot of depth issues at the cornerback position. Uh, having Troy Hill hit free agency is not, not ideal. Pitcher Johnny Hacker rated slightly above average, which brings us to five offensive free agents, six defensive free agents for a total of 11 free agents. They are currently $29.6 million above the cap now we like i said they are waiting they are really waiting um they did move back the um uh designations for the uh franchise tag and the transition tag so we'll see what happens what comes up with that um so you know we talked about that the whole tv deal uh, that is playing. That is playing its part here. The owners really want to know what's going on with that. So we're finding out. Um, free agency is still scheduled to go off in ten days. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see what happens when it happens. Moving on to San Francisco, the 49ers' new offensive coordinator in Mike McDaniel here. Um, don't expect anything to really change too much. Um, you know, for the most part, you know, Kyle Shanahan really is the guy that runs this offense. He's more or less the offensive coordinator. So Mike McDaniels is kind of just filling in the role, to be completely honest. So, uh, But at, at uh, quarterback, you have Jimmy Garoppolo, who was injured for most of the year, rated slightly above average backup Nick Mullins. Rated at average, and C.J. Beathard, who basically finished the season, uh, but he's hitting free agency, was rated slightly above average. Uh, Also on the team, they actually have Josh Rosen, you know, the guy that moved from Arizona to Miami and then over to San Francisco. So he is uh, pretty much dead and gone. Um, I don't, I mean, they may keep him around as a third stringer, but. They did actually bring in uh, Josh Johnson, who did play in the XFL. 
before last season as a future reserve contract guy. Fullback Kyle Juszczyk is hitting free agency, rated slightly above average. uh, His backup is a future reserve guy in Josh Hockett. At running back, you will see Raheem Mostert and Jeffrey Wilson uh, splitting backfield carries here. Jeffrey Wilson, though, they are very high on, and they're expecting him to actually be the starter. Uh, so this may change. Raheem Mostert was rated in the dark green. Jeffrey Wilson uh, rated slightly above average. Jarek McKinnon is finally going to be hitting free agency again, rated in the mid-range green. Tevin Coleman finally is going to be gone. Uh, they're saving a lot of money off that McKinnon and Coleman contracts. Uh, Coleman rated as average hitting free agency. Jermichael Hasty bring uh, and Austin Walter bringing up the rear. Hasty was rated as average. Austin Walter rated as slightly below average. So with Jarek McKinnon and Tevin Coleman gone, I would like to see that they don't really go after anybody else. Let's just stick with the four. Let's stick with Mostert, Wilson, Hasty, and Walter and just fucking be done with it. Come on, Kyle Shanahan. Listen for once. All right, wide receivers. On the left side, you have one Brandon Ayuk, the rookie. Got the uh, light blue ranking. You know what that means. He's pretty damn good. We liked Brandon Ayuk actually going into the year. Uh, backup Richie James rated slightly above average. River Crockraft, who they actually whew, restructured his contract and gave him another year. He rated slightly below average. Backup Matt Cole, no rating there. Jawan Jennings, future reserve uh, signing there. He was a uh, rookie last year as well. Debo Samuel on the other side rated in the dark green. His backup Trent Taylor. Uh, is hitting free agency. Trent Taylor is fucking gone. He rated slightly below average this last season. Uh, COVID opt-out wide receiver Travis Benjamin is going to be back. He's old as fuck. Uh, and then you got backs up, backups in Jalen Hurd and Chris Thompson. Uh, neither one saw the field due to injury. And then Kevin White bringing up the rear future reserve wide receiver rated slightly below average. At tight end, you have one George Kittle rated in the light, the light, light blue. Jordan Reed, his backup, is hitting free agency, rated slightly above average. Uh, Ross Dwelly, they resign, they actually extended a year, uh, rated slightly above average. Charlie Werner, rated as average, and future reserve tight end Chase Harrell. Oh my God, we forgot! I forgot the slot wide receiver. Fuck. Got to go back, rewind it. Kendrick Bourne, slot wide receiver. We actually need to talk about this a little bit. Uh, Rated in the mid-range green. He is hitting free agency. Now, whether or not they resign him is kind of the thing. They should resign him. Having Ayuk, Samuel, and Bourne on the field is really, really good. Now, what would they do if they don't resign Kendrick Bourne? Well, you'd probably see a little bit of what like, say, Dallas does, where they kind of rotate the guys in and out uh, between CeeDee Lamb, especially between CeeDee Lamb and one Amari Cooper. So you you would see Samuel, you would see Ayuk in there. Uh, if Travis Benjamin actually stayed on the, uh, on the team, they would move him in as well. Um, I, but what I'd really like to see them do is actually move Jalen Hurd up um, and give him an opportunity. But if Travis Benjamin isn't there, then it's probably Richie James. Uh, backing up, Kendrick Bourne is future reserve wide receiver Austin Prohl, who played for Seattle in the XFL last uh, before last season. So, little guy. Little, little guy, just like most of the Prohls. All right. Left tackle. You have Trent Williams hitting free agency as an elite left tackle uh, elite rated left tackle his backup justin skull rated below average left guard lakin tomlinson rated in the dark green very very good uh he's got two backups that are hitting free agency and one tom compton rated slightly above average and harani grassu uh who was rated slightly below average 
Weston Richburg, um, I have slated as the starting center for right now. Uh, he was a COVID opt-out, I thought. Did I fuck this up? I mean, I can see that I fucked it up, but did I fuck it up? Um, but while we're talking about it here, uh, Ben Garland, who did start last year, rated in the mid-range green, he is hitting free agency. Shit. He just had another fucking hip surgery. Western Richburg did. Yeah, he's probably going to get cut. Richburg is... Hold on. Don't put a fucking video in here. Richburg is due a $7.85 million salary in 2021, and releasing him could save the 49ers $4.5 million. <sighs> They might make him run for Corey Lindsley or Alex Mack. So, yeah, Weston Richburg is probably gone. <laughs> uh, backup Daniel Brunskill, rated slightly above average, did get some playing time, uh, as well as Ben Garland. And uh, actually, Grasso played a little bit of center as well. Uh, <clears throat> now, it's be interesting to see what they do. COVID opt-out center, uh, Jake Brendel, is on the roster for right now. Uh, we'll see what happens uh, with that. But more than likely, probably something that they're going to deal with in free agency. Right guard, Colton McKivitz, rated slightly below average. His backup, Tony Bergstrom, his hitting free agency, no rating. Uh, Ross Reynolds, no rating. And COVID opt-out offensive guard, Sean Coleman. At right tackle, you have Mike McGlinchey, rated in the darkest of greens. Uh, he has a backup in Dakota Shepley, who is a future reserve offensive tackle. So they're going to definitely work at center. We'll see if they re-sign Trent Williams or they move on, get a little bit um, younger at the position. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they, geez, these 49ers, they could be hurting outside of Tomlinson and McGlinchey. So keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on the draft free agency, uh, for sure. Place kicker, Robbie Gold, rated slightly above average, uh, which is, you know, it's a fucking kicker. I don't really care. Defensive coordinator, uh, new defensive coordinator, D'Amico Ryans, taking over for the defensive coordinator. God, why am I brain farting on him? That went to uh, the New York Jets um, as the head coach. It's going to bother the shit out of me. It is. There it is, Robert Sala. Taking over for him. Uh, Richard Hightower still taking... Uh, taking over special teams. Uh, they did cut outside linebacker Mark Nazacha. He is gone. Uh, they did bring in Mark Fields, the cornerback from Houston. Uh, I talked about that one yesterday. They acquired him off waivers. So uh, let's take a look. we got a 4-3 defense here. Start at defensive end. On the, <clears throat> on the weak side here, you got one D Ford. Rated as average. Two backups. Kerry Hyder and Deion Jordan both rated slightly above average. They are hitting free agency, as is fellow backup uh, Ronald Blair. No ranking or no rating. Deshaun Hall is also there. Uh, future reserve guy, though. So don't get too excited about him. At D tackle, you have Javon Kinlaw, rated slightly below average. Kevin Givens is backup, rated as average. And Darian Dan Daniels, rated at the poor uh, regular red color. Uh, the other uh, defensive tackle position, you have one DJ Jones, hitting free agency, rated slightly above average. Contavious Street, oof, rated poor. Alex Barrett, rated slightly above average. And one Josiah Josiah. Cotney, future reserve D tackle, rated below average. At the far at the strong end, 
strong side defensive end position, you have one Nick Bosa uh, rated in the light blue, which we do love to see. Uh, His backup, Eric Armstead, rated in the dark green, so he was right behind him. So Armstead will see time to time now that probably Hyder and Jones are probably going to be gone. Uh, They might actually bring Kerry Hyder back. I don't know. Uh, but Armstead will switch from side to side. Uh, let's see here. We've got three other backups that are hitting free agency. First one being Solomon Thomas, Thomas rated below average. Ziggy, Ziggy Ansah rated slightly below average. And Jordan Willis rated below average. Corbin Kafusi, future reserve defensive end. Now we look at the linebacker position here. We start on the weak side. Demetrius Flanagan fouls, rated average. His backup, Joe Walker, is hitting free agency uh, with a above average rating. Fred Warner right in the middle, right in the middle at the middle linebacker spot, rated slightly below elite. So he was very good. Uh, his backup, Aziz Al Share. Uh, is slight rated slightly uh, above average, and then you have a future reserve middle linebacker in one Jonas Griffith. Uh, strong side linebacker Dre Greenlaw rated as average this season. I thought he actually played a little bit better than that, but mm, who am I to argue? Free safety starter Jimmy Ward rated in the mid range green, which is very good. Uh, Tavarius Moore rated slightly above average, and then two future reserve free safeties in Obi Melafonwu and Chris Edwards. At strong safety, you have Jacquisi Tart, uh, who's hurt most of the year. He's hitting free agency rated slightly above average. I think he is gone. I don't think they keep him around. Uh, Marcel Harris rated uh, below average. Kai Naka. Naka- <laughs> Kai Naku, um, rated slightly above average, and then future reserve strong safety, Jared Maiden. Moving on to the cornerback position on the left side, you do have Jason Verrett, who rated in dark, who got the dark green rating, but he's hitting free agency. They'd actually be pretty wise to keep him around. Uh, backup Emmanuel Mosley, wolf, uh, rated as average, which is probably like his highest fucking rating that he's had in the last two, three years. Uh, backup Jamar Taylor hitting free agency, rated slightly above average, and then Ken Webster, who I believe, if I remember correctly, Ken Webster actually got another one-year contract, uh, rated slightly above average. On the other side, the right side, Richard Sherman hitting free agency, rated slightly above average. Akella Witherspoon is also hitting free agency, rated in the light blue. They would be wise to probably keep Akella Witherspoon. Um but this could be the reason why Mark Fields is here rated slightly above average um, to take over as for a backup role. Two future reserve cornerbacks, cornerbacks here in Tim Harris and Adonis Alexander. In the slot, you have starter or starter for the slot, uh, Quan Williams rated slightly above average, as is his backup, Dante Johnson, who is hitting free agency. Punter Mitch Wisniewski, rated in the dark green. He's one of the better punters in the league. Um, But let's not bore anybody with just pure hard facts. 12 offensive free agents, 14 defensive free agents, for a total of 26 uh, free agents for the San Francisco 49ers. They are currently $28.6 million dollars under the cap. So they're sitting they're sitting okay right now. Um we're just going to have to see what kind of moves they make cuz they need a lot. A lot. Last but certainly not least, although I like them the least out of this division, uh we have the Seattle Seahawks head coach of course is Pete Carroll, offensive coordinator, new one, Shane Waldron. Seahawks are going to try to get back into the ground and pound, uh, much to the dismay of one Russell Wilson. Uh, and since we're talking about him, rated elite 
for the year, but he did fade off late in the year. Teams were starting to pick up what they were doing, uh, which did not bode well for this offense. His backup, Geno Smith, is hitting free agency. He was rated slightly above average. Two future reserve quarterbacks in Alex McCoe and Danny Etling. Fullback, Nick Ballore, rated below average, hitting free agency. Uh, and then you have the running back clan of Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde, both hitting free agency. Chris Carson was rated in the dark green. Carlos Hyde slightly above average. Rashad Penny rated as average. DJ Dallas rated in the mid-green, which is pretty good, although he didn't show it. Uh, Alex Collins, who they actually resigned to another one-year deal, rated slightly above average. Travis Homer uh, rated as average. And Patrick Carr, no rating. So they have a lot of running backs. They have five that are currently on the roster that uh, they don't have to worry about for free agency. So we'll see what they do here with the running back position. We move on to the wide receivers. You have, of course, on the left side, one DK Metcalf rated in the light blue. I'm missing a wide receiver over here. What the fuck? Stupid, stupid, stupid. Let's get that fixed. There. No, I'm happy. Okay. Right in the, in the light blue, but behind him, they only have three future reserve wide receivers in Cody Thompson, John Ursua, and Aaron Fuller. Ursua should actually be the direct backup to DK Metcalf, in my opinion, but who am I to argue? On the right side, you have David Moore, hitting free agency rated slightly above average, backup Freddie Swain, uh, who they did get on the field quite a bit this year. Uh, rated as average, Philip Dorsett, who is hurt the entire year hitting free agency. He is gone. And then two future reserve guys in Penny Hart and Darvin Kidsey. Penny Hart had a below, uh, slightly below average rating. In the slot, of course, you have one Tyler Lockett rated in the dark green. So um, they really need a wider. They really need some wide receiver help here. So. We'll have to see what happens. I uh, would like to see them get somebody across from DK Metcalf that is not Tyler Lockett, uh, somebody who might be able to actually um, be a little bit more consistent week to week. But we will see sooner rather than later. Moving on to the offensive line, you have left tackle Dwayne Brown rated slightly below elite. His backup, Jermarco Jones, rated as average. Jordan Simmons is the left guard, rated slightly below average. Uh, center, Ethan Pasek, rated as average, hitting free agency. Uh, they can just go ahead and let him go. His backup, Kyle Fuller, rated in the poor level. And then future reserve, uh, center slash guard, Brad Lundbrill, uh, bleh, Brad Lundblade in there. Right guard, you have Damian Lewis rated in the mid-range green, which is good. His backup, Phil Haynes, rated slightly above average. And then you will have COVID opt-out uh, offensive guard Chance Warmack. And Chance Warmack could actually be the backup for Jordan Simmons as well. At right tackle, you have Brandon Shell, uh, who had a very decent year, rated in the mid-range green. Cedric... <laughs> Ohehu, I'm just going to call you Ohehu, uh, center free agency rated slightly above average. Tommy Champion, future reserve offensive tackle slash guard. Place kicker Jason Myers, rated in the dark green, very, very good. Uh, we have, let's see here, they did cut one Josh Gordon, finally. Get him off your goddamn roster. Uh, cut Greg Olson. He ended up retiring. And then offensive guard Mike Ayupati uh, actually retired as well. Moving on to the defense. Uh, nothing has changed as far as coordinators here. Uh, made this a 4-3 defense. This is really a hybrid between a 4-3 and a 3-4 and a three four, uh, because they do like to have what they call the... Uh, pass rush uh, position or specialist, as we will call it. Um, and that's kind of where we're at right here with Benson Mayo, Mayo, Jesus Christ, Mayowa, 
Uh, hitting free agency rated slightly above average. Actually, all all these guys are rated slightly above average. Thanks a lot, Bikes. Um, this is actually a spot reserved for one Bruce Irvin, um, who's slightly above average hitting free agency. Alton Robinson uh, rated slightly above average. Debontre Moore hitting free agency, also slightly above average. I think I said that like eight fucking times, but it is what it is. D-Tackle. You have one Jaron Reed, uh, rated as average. His backup, Jonathan Bullard, also rated as average. And then Cedric Lattimore, future reserve D-tackle, uh, rated below average. Puna Ford starts at the other D-tackle position, dark green, uh, which is very good. Rasheem Green, his backup, rated slightly below average. Brian Monet, uh, rated as average. And then one Miles Adams, future reserve D-tackle. Uh, LJ Collier is going to be your starter at the strong side defensive end position. Um, They did release, we talked about this, that they released one uh, Carlos Dunlap. Uh, And I'm actually working on that one right now to kind of put that up there so I don't forget it for later. Okay, so he's done. He gone. Uh, so Collier's uh, backup uh, is Brandon Jackson. Uh, he's going to be hitting free agency as well. So they do need defensive end help really bad. You have four free agents um, even after cutting uh, Carlos Dunlap here. So um, Son of a bitch. Can't text. I can't fucking type and do this shit at the same time trying to see if we have an update on seattle here for their salary cap i think we do holy shit yeah we do okay good because i want to give this one to you guys um Weak side linebacker, you have one KJ Wright hitting free agency, uh, rated in the dark green, had a very good season. His backup, Ben Burr-Curvin, rated slightly below elite, but don't let that fool you. Of course, we talk about it, very limited amount of snaps. Middle linebacker is Bobby Wagner, rated slightly below elite. His backup, Cody Barton, rated slightly below average. On the strong side linebacker spot, you're going to have Jordan Brooks. He rated slightly below average here. And then Shaquem Griffin, his backup. That is a one-handed man. Uh, rated as slightly above average here. So it's going to be interesting to see. They should actually keep KJ right, and I'll tell you why in a, once we get through uh, the secondary. Because um, the salary cap, if you're looking at the at the actual sheet, the salary cap is way the fuck different right now. So, and that changed that changed overnight, or within about twenty four hours, twenty four actually, well, thirty six hours. My bad. So, at free safety, you have one Quadre Diggs rated slightly above average. His backup Marquise Blair rated below average. Strong safety Jamal Adams also rated slightly above average, even though he had the wonderful sack season here, but. Um, only gets you two. It only gets you so far. You get burned. You get burned in your pass coverage. You're gonna suffer. Uh, backup Delano Hill is hitting free agency, rated below average. Ryan Neal, rated as average, and then one Demarius Randall, hitting free agency, rated slightly above average. Left side, we have our corners here, uh, starting with Trey Flowers, rated slightly below average. His backup Quentin Dunbar. Uh, rated below average is hitting free agency. Lyndon Stevens is sl- rated slightly above average. DJ Reed in the dark green, so he did well with the limited amount of snaps that he saw. And then one future reserve corner in Gavin Heslop. On the other side, you have one Shaquille Griffin hitting free agency slightly above average. Uh, also hitting free agency is one Nico Thorpe and is also rated slightly above average. Guess what happens with the next guy? He's in free agency, but guess what? Jason Stanley is very below average with the dark orange. Future reserve corner you have here is Jordan Miller. 
And then I am not going to say the full fucking name in the slot. You have one Ugo Amade rated slightly above average. Punter Michael Dixon. Dixkin. Dixkins rated in the light, light blue, which means that he had a really good year this year. Offensive free agents, you have nine. Defensive free agents, you have 11 for a total of 20. When I made this Sunday morning, their cap space available was $11.5 million. It is currently, right now, $43.9 million. So they just freed up about $22 million in uh, I'm sorry. $33 million, 32, what? Got it, can I count? $32 million in cap space. So uh, that did not all come out of the fucking Carlos Dunlap thing. I'm kind of intrigued. I kind of want to know what's going on here. So um, they might have misreported the Mike Ayupati. I wonder if that's it or if he officially retired and that freed up some space. But that is it for the NFC West. So... I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, We'll dig into the AFC West here. Um, But like I said, like I said, this shit will change on the reg daily. So you kind of, kind of keep stay on top of it. And just remember the bears are not getting fucking Russell Wilson. Fuck you, Chicago. Fuck you, Cowboys. Fuck you, Bears. And fuck your fans. That's it. That's all I gotta say. Fuck them both.